0: Hey ladies, how you doing out there, you gangsters and you senior citizens of the world? I just want to let you know that I'm here. I'm starting my new podcast with Anchor. It's free, so I thought, why not give it a try? There's creation tools there that allow you to edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. And Anchor will distribute my podcast, so it will be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can also make money from your own podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place, at home, during the coronavirus epidemic. This is where we're going to be. So, it's a mandatory call to action that we... Take
1: Anchor.
0: So that was just a sound bite from my interview with Snoop Doggy Dogg. Oh, maybe 10 years ago. Back then, I couldn't ask more than a couple of questions, and they couldn't be evolved around the dispute between Tupac Shakur and Biggie Smalls, Death Row Records, and Suge Knight. Sometime after that, I did become a member of the Suge Knight's uh, death row roster. However, that was around the time Left Eye was murdered, and Some people thought I had something magically to do with it, and when I say magically, they actually thought I performed a magical trick or something and got rid of her, but you will find that story in my book. Meanwhile, I will give you a fully loaded clip of the the, uh, snip of the interview and uh, more talk from Snoop Doggy Dogg. This is Cadillac Dee, Dee First Lady of the Majestic Lowriders from Compton and Watts, Dear Dee, Dee of Wheels 2000 Magazine, Boss Lady of Boss Ladies Magazine, CEO and host of the 2020 Vision BWA Bitches with Attitude. signing off.
2: That shit happens sometimes, you know. You can't fuck me more than one time and not be my man. We on a schedule. Text. are you getting any of these texts? Is you getting any of these texts? Bitch, I'm 10 Texas in now. How am I gonna stop texting? How am gonna stop texting? Don't say don't text because you can't tell somebody who keeps texting to don't text. Oh, delete the number. What am I gonna
0: do? Delete my brain. <laughs> I don't understand break why I'm single
2: I don't even understand It must be the year Because if it was 1840 I would never be single The white man would hook me up What? I am a Mandingo Soon as I step off the ship He gonna hook me up with another Mandingo And I'm gonna give super babies Every nine months I'm gonna be like Shaq, uh, Kobe, uh,
3: LeBron uh, Kimbo Slice uh, <coughs>
2: I would, be, mm. I, would, I would be the number one slave draft pick. Right. I'd be on television like LeBron announcing which plantation I was going to go to. Uh, I like to take my talents to South Carolina. I do believe that there's going to be a lot of opportunities there for me. Uh, Venus and Serena will be joining me, so uh gonna take me to yoshinoya this is some bullshit These little young girls just messing up the game just messing up the game some little exactly. young girl just
0: exactly game.
2: just tired of just young look at this one right here just young young and fresh yo coochie's still fresh as the snow on a mountain peak ain't it just a dutch man up there with a horn talking about Too-too!
0: Hands down in an angel flyer. Don't <laughs> nothing but a fire breathing dragon come out my shit. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Shit, young girls fucking up the game. Shit. I don't even know what else to say. All right, I'm out.
3: has really had a deep impact on chicago yes it has coronavirus as we've seen is having a disproportionate impact on communities of color african americans are dying at higher rates i think 70 percent of the people who have died in your area are black whereas only 29 percent of the population is black what have you been looking at and and why do you think it's so important to look at this look at this through the prism of race well
1: one we have to understand the full magnitude of the impact on this virus in our city so, as we started to see these numbers, we took a couple of steps. Number one, we mandated that all providers who were doing testing provide demographic information. We were seeing about a quarter of the providers telling us that they were testing, telling us the test results, but not including the race and that ethnicity. Um, um, information, which we knew was uh, critically important. The other thing that we've done is made sure that we are reaching out to these communities. We're looking at the areas where there's the highest concentration of deaths, highest concentration of infections, Um, and we formed a racial equity rapid response team right away. That is taking a model of kind of community-based medicine that has been effective in a particular area of the city, and then expanding that model to include uh, public health folks, people on the ground, uh, in neighborhoods everything from the pastors to the block clubs. Uh, We've got street intervention workers who normally are working on stopping violence. We've now enlisted them uh, in this effort and really trying to be as hyper local as we can. We know that now, while we're a city of neighborhoods, each of them is unique in its own ways, and they have their strengths and they have their challenges. So we've been learning even more about the nuances of, of neighborhoods, particularly when you're talking about black and brown neighborhoods. It's what supports they need to be able to bring people into the healthcare care system, educate about the virus, and bringing people help um, is what we've really been about.
0: Yeah, we need to educate a lot of people because they still think it's okay to run around the streets. You
3: have, you start driving around, telling people, literally telling people to get back into their houses, to go back home when people weren't taking it seriously. This was on the ground, mayoral work. And um, some of the PSAs that you started releasing were some of the funniest that I didn't didn't think were real until I realized they actually came from you. One of my favorites was telling all the kids who are still going out to play basketball, your jump shot is not gonna improve, stay home. Why did you feel it was so important to get involved Personally, and and why do you use humor to try and get your message across as well?
1: Well, I mean, humor is
3: kind of the unifying thing, right?
1: Um, And in this really um, dark time, uh, we found that, and really this came up organically from other people. There's a bunch of memes that that started once I uh, closed the lakefront down. Um, and just building upon people's desire for content. You know, this is a time when we would be heavily involved in sports and music, and all of that has been taken from us by um, really trying to curb the spread of this virus. So, giving people hope and using humor um, is a great way to kind of break through the noise and reach people And that I just think it's important for the mayor not just to be um, seen behind the TV screen, but to be not in the community safely, of
3: course, uh, but to be present. Well, one of the policies you've implemented in Chicago um, truly stood out for me. And it was highlighted by an issue that I think a lot of people overlook during this time, and that is people who are trapped indoors or in houses or in any type of abode with family members who may be abusive, specifically women. We've seen domestic um, abuse rates skyrockets all over the world and you you've launched an interesting initiative you know um lyft and uber are helping in this um what are you doing and why did you feel that you had to do it in the way that you did
0: well, good question we know that
1: domestic violence is a problem in the
3: best of times and
1: we were concerned about seeing an uptick so what we did in, co- in combination with uber and lyft was um, uh, train the uh, hotline workers where people are calling because they want to get out of a, a dangerous or troubling family circumstance to give them a special code that they can use to order a lift or an Uber to take them anywhere to safety. Um, it's a it's a very simple and straightforward thing, but we thought that that was really important. We didn't want the absence of a ride to be a reason why somebody felt compelled to stay in
3: a dangerous uh, domestic situation. Well, I commend you for that. Thank you so much for, for joining us on the show, and um, I genuinely hope that you get to help all of the people that you've been trying
0: to. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And we appreciate you. Got that unemployment yes. check. COVID-19. No, I'm not a
4: deputy wardens, uh, officer. I'm a teacher. Yeah, I teach the inmates. I'm a life skills coach. I teach grown men and women. Yes. Oh, thank you. I teach um, substance, alcohol abuse, domestic violence, parenting, anger management, and a new module called Personal Freedom. And the goal is to get them together inside so that we, when they leave, they have a better chance of staying out, you know. But it's hard because I'm, I'm adorable, you know. <laughs> your grown men. They don't care. <laughs> like I had a dude walk into my class one day on my first class at 11. I'm in between periods. He walk in. Yo, oh, hey, yo, hey, beautiful. <laughs> I'm sitting at my desk. I stand up. I said, hi. Damn. Yo, you Miss C? I said, I am Miss C. Why? Oh, <laughs> With something. He goes, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, can I take your class? (laughs) So I said, I said, well, where where dorm are you in? He goes, 3,000. I said, 3,000 is all the way over there. You roamed all the way over here? He goes, yeah, 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 I guess I did. I said, I said, said, you know, you can go to the hole for that. He's like, shit, I'll go to the hole for you, Missy. What you need? like kid what classes do you need and he goes shit what What classes you teaching so I said you know what just I don't want to get I don't want you to get in trouble because you already got to go all the way back to 3000 without getting caught so just go back and you know maybe some other time you'll find your way I don't know but you gotta leave he was like all right I'll leave I'm very curvy, so I wear these things called butt curtains, what? it's just like long ass sweaters that I wear every single day to work, <laughs> over everything I have on, I have this long ass sweater that comes down to right here, every color, I found them on eBay, and I just fucking want every color, it's like bitch, give me two of everything, and in the summertime, I try to tie them around my waist, so when I get into work, I just shoop, and put it on, it's like a cloak, <laughs> but when you got a student who just came from court facing 25 to life, he don't give a shit. <laughs> he come into the classroom one day, He's my best student, he's sad, ah, Missy, they just gave me 25. They gave me 35 years, but I got to do 25. I was like, oh, my God. He goes, yeah. I said, you know what? I'll say a prayer for you. He goes, nah, can you go ahead and move that little sweater back? Like, if I respect you so much, I'll pull that shit myself with it. <laughs> <laughs> but when I first started working there, I didn't know the rules. Nobody told me the rules. There's a female teacher who's curvy. You gotta tell me the rules when I'm working in the jail with a bunch of men. Tell me. So, when the, for like, maybe like the first two months I'm working there, I never had to erase the board, because we never got that far. <laughs> and there's no shade to nobody. We just didn't. We always spent, you know, I have a, a, a lesson plan for the day. We always spent our entire time on that one lesson. Then the next So one day we're doing really good in class. We're doing great. And we finish early. I'm like, wow, we actually finished like 30 minutes early. You know what? I'm going to erase this and I'm going to start the next lesson from tomorrow for tomorrow. And then we'll just stay ahead of the game. So I'm excited. They're excited. I'm like, yeah, you guys, this is great. So what we're going to do now is I turn around and I start erasing the board. And at that very moment, I realize I fucked up.